0: Hello and welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here spreading the message of love and more specifically self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has not only in building a better relationship with yourself, but also with your community and with our beautiful planet. We're here to tell you that we're all one. All living beings are connected to each other to the universe. So we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can not only empower your relationship with yourself, but also empower your relationship with your community and with our beautiful planet. So if you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the LY Foundation. You can also check out our website at thelyfoundation.org. And we have a very special new addition to what we're doing we now have a membership program called the lifeline membership program which offers support calls group support calls free admission to our events workshops specialized merch so we also have special discounts going for students teachers frontline workers so if you want to hear more about this please go to our website at the ly foundation slash membership for more info thanks for tuning in
1: What's up everybody? Welcome back to the OAF podcast. Monica here. It's been a minute since I've been on here solo. Had to take a little break last week. There's just so much going on. <laughs> but it's all good. I'm finding flow and funny enough, I'm gonna read from that book today later on in my little chat with all of you it's a book called finding flow and i'm not gonna pronounce this last name correctly but i'm gonna try it's by Mahali six (laughs) it's spelled c-s-i-k-s-z-e-n-t-m-i-h-a-l-y-i and you know what funny enough it's a book i've only ever read bits and pieces of but I've never read the whole thing. And then today I was like, what am I gonna pair the topic with? And I looked at my bookcase and this is perfect. So today I'm introducing the new theme of the month, which is intention. As some of you may have heard on here before, every month if you're new to the podcast so every month here we have a new theme and usually the theme is created a month in advance and we're actually looking at creating them now two months in advance to give us more time but what always happens is like a month in advance the team gets together and we start brainstorming and we start seeing what might be good to implement for the upcoming month and intention was created and I think that if i recall correctly i want to say that our intern clavelle she came up with it and then we all just started adding on to it so shout out to her i think i'm getting this correct it's been a while but anyway so we thought intention would be a good theme because it's the end of the year it's about to be it's the last month of the of 2021 i just feel like it was it just turned 2021 (laughs) And I don't know, I talk about this all the time with people close to me, especially like how as we get older, it looks like it feels like time gets quicker, goes by quicker. And that's why doing things mindfully and with as much intention is so important, especially if we want to improve our quality of life. Because we don't want life to just pass us by. We don't want to just bystander. At least I don't think we want that. I know I've been there in my past and... I wasn't happy. And so finding our own footing, our own flow as we go through life is, I think, essential to create a life that we wanna live. And so I think that's, as we step more and more into that idea of living with intention, I feel like we were able to live more fully and we're able to capture even glimpses too of when we were children. Because as children, as we now remember, it, it felt like time didn't exist. It felt like everything would, took an eternity. <laughs> and But at the same time, I, it helped. We were more present. And I feel like as we get older, we get so caught up in our to-do lists and all the things that it's so easy to even be counting down the time. And I used to work more jobs that people were couldn't wait for the time to pass but as I was able to step more into my intent my purpose and intention for living I honestly don't feel that way anymore I feel very present now in my work so I think that's always a really good indicator especially when you might be looking for a job or something where that resonates more with your soul I think it's really reflecting and asking yourself what is it that I actually love to do and having that drive to just write it down and what you might be scared at first because you you might be used to a job that you've been in for a long time or I'm just using job as an example but as we again start stepping more and more into the things that we love I believe that's why we're here and, and I've said this many times before I, I believe that we all have something special to give to this world It's up to us to figure out what that is. And some of us, it takes a little bit longer to figure that out. Because I think that even when we're working those jobs that we don't like, we're able to learn things along the way, right? Like skill set that will eventually help us do what it is that we want to do. I can say that with every job I ever had, it all taught me something. And it definitely added to then the creation of the Love Yourself Foundation. And then now with other things that we're creating and I did a lot of event work in my past, so all of that definitely helped as as we're creating our own events. So you just never know. So even if you're in a job that you don't like, realize the things that you might be learning that can help you do the thing that you actually want to do. And I think as again, that's stepping into that mindset of intention. But I think at least I I reflect on my own life, and I remember writing vividly in my journal back when I was probably, like, 20 or 21. And I remember it was the new year, and with the new year, I remember my intention was I wanted to be more fearless. Because up until then, I had done everything, I think, that my parents wanted of me, but that I wanted of me, too. But I was, like, checking off the boxes. But one of the things that I'd always wanted to do was to travel more, was to not live so cookie cutter, not be so traditional in my approach to life. And I just remember I felt so afraid to step out of that mold. And I remember writing, I wanna be more fearless. And grateful enough, I'm so grateful that life definitely has presented me with situations where it required me to have more courage. And that's one of the things that I've learned is you're you're never gonna be absent of fear. Because fear, if we work, it can be our friend too. It protects us from doing crazy things. But it's building a, a healthy relationship with fear. Because it's an emotion for a reason. And it's here to help us too. But when it's when we allow that fear to take over where it can really tamper our quality of living. So yeah, that's something to consider. And, and I think one of the things I wanted to bring up today is just to take inventory, to take inventory of how you spend your time. And you know what? I am always, (laughs) this is all a practice for me. As much as I share, it's, I'm practicing because I need to practice too. There's plenty of times where I fall off the wagon and need to get back up. I can just, I want to being fully transparent, like this past month, I did not exercise as much as I should be and I started to feel heightened anxiety and I have history of anxiety and all that and I started to get into those unhealthy levels of it and I had this past week like a good slap in the face of realization and it's okay like remember you got to do these things for you right so I really these past couple days, just really reflecting, okay, how have I been spending my time, where's my mind been, because that is so important, like, as much as, obviously, like, the diet that we eat is important, what are we reading, what are we listening to, and I realize I've been going on my phone, not in the most mindful of ways, and I feel like that's definitely been tampering my, my mental health, so... I'm right here guilty of it too. And like I said, we're all here just trying to help each other. And that's what I'm so grateful for this work. Because for me, it's a daily reminder to take good care of myself. So anyway, a little ramble. But like I mentioned, I want to bring up is take inventory of how you're spending your time. Both when you're alone, when you're with other people. How much time are you spending on work? How much time are you spending on yourself? How much time are you spending with others? How much time are you spending outdoors? How much time are you spending the thing, doing the things you like? And just being really honest with yourself on all those levels. I can say personally, I'm happiest when I'm able to write like a good amount of time every day. Like I notice the days where, let's say, I'm only able to write a little bit. I know that was a day where I was so busy that I didn't get to spend that one in one time with myself. And I know that brings a little bit of sadness into me. And of course we can't always do it all like we would want, but I noticed that within me. And uh, so I really do my best to carve out a lot of time to get to write with myself and realize what's going on in my inner world. And uh, so that's something that I realized about me and yeah, take inventory. And I think when we take inventory, that's when the intention setting helps us too. And we become more aware, we are becoming activated on, okay, let's stop a minute from being an autopilot and let's take an active viewing on what it is that I've been doing with myself. And then if once we get into the inventory of our time, being more intentional also, once once we have that figured out, then start saying, okay, where can I make some adjustments? And then that's when we can start bringing in more of, all right, I'm going to do this with intention. And as the new year approaches, I know that we'll get bombarded with new year's resolutions. But a long time ago, I started to implement more of intentions, setting intentions, Because I find that kind of helps create more flexibility as well. Because sometimes we're going to mess up, right? Sometimes we're not going to do exactly the thing that we want to do. But having the intention to do it, I think, gives you bandwidth to be able to be kind and compassionate while you're trying to create these changes for yourself and as you're implementing them. And uh, yeah, and, and other practices that I really enjoy doing is when you're if you are a writer and you like to journal intention setting for the month like putting intentions of the things that you would like to either experience accomplish for the upcoming month and being more mindful and even if you want to take that further and put it every day like writing a nice little list down and then, but also knowing to be kind to yourself and realize that, hey, this is what I wanna do, but it's okay if I can't get to everything. So I think, again, just wherever we can, adding and infusing some intention will enhance and does enhance our quality of living. And then, if you're into the whole full moon and new moon type of intention setting, that's a powerful time as well to set some good intentions for yourself with the new moon. It's all about adding new habits, new goals for ourselves as the moon is evolving throughout the month. And then when the full moon comes, setting the intentions of what do we want to release? What do we want to let go of? What no longer serves? And there's so many ways to do these from using crystals to writing it down to using fire there's all a lot of neat ways to get into this if you're interested in that there's so much to to look into online and that's how i started getting into it as well i was just reading on different full moon and new moon rituals out there but i think again as one as i'm thinking about all of this when it comes to intentions i find it's just getting into the rhythm of living With the rhythm of nature. I can say that before I was more into all this and about really being more intentional with my time and everything, I didn't feel as uh, connected to the planet. And I find that, again, as we get into all this, it helps us become more in tune with the seasons, with the rhythm. And following the moon helps us to see that we're together, right? There's a sense of connection there. Because the moon is evolving, we're evolving all the time. And as creatures of this planet, we abide by the same rhythms, the same cycles. And even though capitalism can really deter or even uh, cloud our vision of what we really are, it's so important to do our best to get back into that because we aren't machines we can't be on all the time we can't be working all the time and there is so much productivity in nature but there's just as much rest so that intention setting helps us to get into that kind and uh, rhythmic way of living and I feel like I'm like (laughs) using a lot of the same words over and over but just to really emphasize that intention setting it might seem novel at first but it's the first step to get you to feel more connected to life and when again when I say life the planet and mother earth and it's just I am so grateful that as I dive deeper into all this, I see more and more the connection of improving our wellness. Only it helps us get more connected to the planet. And because I really believe that that's the key to helping us feel better, to getting us feeling better as a species, as people, as human beings. And so I hope that as you all... Reflect on this year. I would love for you also to celebrate yourself. Take a moment, write down what it is that you're so grateful that you were able to accomplish, experience both professionally, personally, leisurely, all the things. Because the fact that you're here right now, live, hearing this, what a gift that is! It's been challenging times for so many for all of us in different ways and wow like we're here right now sure there's always going to be that thing outside of us that we want to do we want to accomplish that can provide some anxiety on but let's just take a moment and just, just stay here for a second and really bask that you wow like we're here we're alive what a gift that is what a gift it is to have these bodies that helps us to live life to be able to experience life and these vehicles that without it we couldn't do anything that i'm not saying we like we just couldn't be living this human experience and I've been these past couple of days because of how I was feeling I've just become I don't know my gratitude for my body has increased because really if you have health is wealth truly and what a gift every function every bit of it what it does for us to be living and and we can be so hard on ourselves we can be so hard on ourselves and I say this because I can be that way too and but just what a miracle it is. Our our minds, our, our nervous systems, our, our hands, our arms, our legs, our feet. Just every bit. Our heart. All of it. What a gift. And if this was like really far out for you to hear right now, I just I can't emphasize it enough. Like what a gift to have this vehicle to be here now with all of you. And I'm just grateful. So I hope that you all can... Bring some gratitude back to yourselves, to the beautiful person that you are for being here now, doing your best, and as you take inventory of your time and all that, as you might step into more of intentional ways of living, like I said, please also take inventory of all the things you're grateful for that you were able to experience this past year and celebrate yourself. We don't do that enough. We just don't. I think we write ourselves off a lot and it's important to really bring some gratitude back to you, man, and be grateful for yourself. (laughs) So I'm just going to read a quick uh, excerpt from this book and then... That'll be it. Like I said, this book is called Finding Flow. I had uh, spelled out the name of the author earlier. So here, here we are. Time left over from productive and maintenance necessities is free time or leisure, which takes about another fourth of our total time. According to many past thinkers, men and women could only realize their potential when they had nothing to do, it is during leisure. According to the Greek philosophers, that we become truly human by devoting time to self-development, to learning, to the arts, to political activity. In fact, the Greek term for leisure, skolia, is the root from which our word school comes from, since the idea was that the best use for leisure was to study. Unfortunately, this ideal is seldom realized In our society, free time is occupied by three major sorts of activities, none being quite up to what the Greek scholars or men of leisure had in mind. The first is media consumption, mostly television, with a sprinkling of newspaper and magazine reading. The second is conversation. The third is a more active use of free time, and therefore the closest to the old ideal, it involves hobbies making music, doing sports and exercise, going to restaurants and movies. Each of these three major kinds of leisure takes at least four and as much as 12 hours each week. Watching TV, which on the average takes up the most psychic energy of all leisure pursuits, is probably also the most novel form of activity in human experience. Nothing men and women have done so far during the millions of years of evolution has been as passive, as addictive in the case with which it attracts attention and keeps hold of it, unless we can count staring into space, taking a siesta, or going into a trance as the Balinese were wont to do. The apologists for the medium claim that all sorts of interesting information is provided by television. This is true, but as it is much easier to produce programs that titillate rather than elevate the viewer, what most people watch is unlikely to help in developing the self. These three main functions, production, maintenance, and leisure, absorb our psychic energy. They provide the information that gives through the mind day after day, from birth to the end of life. Thus, in essence, what our life is consists in experiences related to work, to keeping things we already have from falling apart, and to whatever else we do in our free time it is within these parameters that life unfolds and it is how we choose what we do and how we approach it that will determine whether the sum of our days adds up to a formless blur or to something resembling a work of art and with that I'll let it all uh, stop reading and i also this book is a little bit older cuz i also feel like yeah this was 1998 what i'm seeing on the copyright because as we know social media i find is now replacing what tv was for a lot of people yes a lot of people still watch a lot of tv but i feel like social media has become that so just becoming so aware of where is our attention and our intention is so important our time is precious make it count so well, I hope all of this helps, and I know that I did some because I've been, like like I shared, I've been going through my own realizations lately and having so much more gratitude for health and all that, and so I hope that what I did share today is helpful, and I wish you nothing but the best as you close off this year and you put some intention into what you want to create and Remembering that your time, your energy, your attention is precious. Protect it. Nurture it. Love it. All right, y'all. Well, have a beautiful day. And I'll chat with all of you next time. Peace.